Have you ever wondered why there seems to be two major sins that most people struggle with? I'm referring to idolatry and adultery. I believe this is the case because when God created us, we were wired to worship and made to multiply. In this episode, we're going to delve a bit deeper into being made to multiply. Welcome back to the Christian Chemist Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany. And on this podcast, I talk about my Christian journey from an analytical perspective only a chemist and former Catholic would have. So I think that this idea came to my mind around the time when I saw this graph and it was depicting two categories of sin and there was one largely disproportionate to the other and these two categories of sin was basically sexual immorality being significantly greater to the other category which was every other sin so they basically was trying to depict that the majority of people have problems with sexual immorality as opposed to any other sin under the sun and even if this was not backed up by any statistical data i am not sure i just remember seeing it probably scrolling through social media but there seems to be a lot of merit to it if we just look even within ourselves and right around us that is usually the most prominent sin that we could see with our eyes because of course there are a lot of more silent sins that people don't see like pride but sexual immorality is usually something that is brought to the light or surfaces and so it made me think about why that is there is a a lot of truth to it there's a lot of merit to it if we just you know look around and it made me think back to genesis chapter 1 verses 27 to 28 it reads so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth now this of course is set in the garden of eden where it is an idealistic environment in which the human race was supposed to be right before the fall that means that the original plan was for there to be generations upon generations spread across the earth creating an never-ending and everlasting kingdom and this is one of the main 
aspects of humanity. When God created the angels, they were a fixed number. They also could not reproduce. So, humanity is a special in that way that we are able to multiply. And it's something that differentiates us from angels, among many other things. But that is the main thing that differentiates us from other beings that God has created. And it's a very important function from the very beginning, right? It came straight from God's lips. It was a command. It is one of the things that would be natural and innate for us to do and because of this i believe that is why the sin of sexual immorality is so prevalent and so difficult because the act of sex itself is something that we are supposed to do just within the confines of a monogamous marriage between a man and a woman as set in the beginning in the garden of eden there was adam and eve right and so because of this it's like this never-ending internal struggle of what we are naturally inclined to do by how god created us and then it's like you know like trying to not do the thing that we were meant to do you know until marriage and and whatever the case might be so i think that is one of the main reasons why it is such a big battle for almost everyone now for you know the few people that will build the case or present the argument against monogamy with celibacy i would say that celibacy whereas it is not a sin obviously to be celibate i don't believe that god intended everyone in the entire human race to be celibate otherwise he would not have given the command to adam and eve in the garden to be fruitful and multiply he probably would not have even created eve it would have just been adam and even after the fall of humanity right after sin entered the world god still made provisions and promises for there to be multiple generations of god's people and so this is seen when he made the promise to abraham in genesis chapter 17 verses 1 to 5 and it reads and when abraham was 90 years old and nine the lord appeared to abraham and said unto him i am the almighty god walk before me and be thou perfect and i will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly and abram fell on his face and god talked with him saying as for me behold my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations 
neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations I have made thee. And so, even throughout the ages, God has been seeking to have generations and generations of God's people coming into existence and being multiplied exceedingly across the earth and so again this will not have taken place if everyone was meant to be celibate and if everyone is not meant to be celibate that means the majority of us are meant to multiply are meant to keep creating generations and generations of people and because we are meant to do this innately we will have these sexual desires and so it's almost impossible to fight against the natural inclination to do this and so that is why when people expect us to be abstinent for a multitude of years and then are surprised that it does not work out for most people it's confusing to me why they are surprised if you understand what i'm saying like you shouldn't be surprised this is what we are supposed to do we're just supposed to do it you know the right way within the confines of marriage and i know nowadays that marriage is not um, a very popular theme there are a lot of discourse about the cons of getting married and the the way that divorces are favoring one gender over the other favoring the woman over the men and so there's a lot of people who are looking at these statistics and they don't want to get married or they don't want to get married because they are not financially secure they don't want to get married because they are too financially secure and they don't want to um, release any of that money in case the marriage goes south and ends and so there's this big back and forth and all the while less and less people are getting married but more and more people are having sex right so it's quite difficult and it reminds me of a quotation from first corinthians chapter 7 verse 2 nevertheless to avoid fornication let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband right and so even back in the day when the first set of churches were being founded after christ died by the apostles and the apostle paul was writing to all these different churches in these different areas across europe right like it was evident from since then and here's the thing time will pass but it's the same things being repeated 
right so the same issues they were having back then same issues we facing now it's just a different time and a slightly different culture but it's the same issues it's the same sins that we are battling that they were battling and if paul had to put pen to paper write to these people to tell them hey y'all just need to marry each other to avoid this fornication thing because it it going to be it is a problem it will continue to be a problem this is the solution right because it's something that naturally we will continue to do and so it's very i find it very disingenuous when people don't have real conversations around this it is not enough to just be like just be abstinent that is way easier said than done and nobody's having the real conversations nobody is having the genuine you know discourse about this issue and what it does i it really isolates a lot of people it really ostracizes things it makes things very taboo when it doesn't need to be and it's usually the one thing that people who grew up strictly in the church have a lot of difficulty dealing with whereas with people who didn't grow up so strictly in religion and it being like you know be abstinent or like die right i don't know i've been a bit facetious but you know what i mean right it's like almost like life or death for children especially it seems like life or death when it comes to certain things right this being one of them and so hopefully this was an opener for people to have these types of discussions and if you'd like to continue this discussion you can connect with me on social media all the social media links are in the show notes i am usually the christian chemist on most social media platforms and on a few of them it's the sda chemist that's when you know you couldn't get all the handles or some handles are a bit shorter like twitter um so check out those links below i would love to continue the conversation with you and if you want to get alerts sent directly to your inbox you can go on the website www.thechristianchemist.org and sign up for email alerts look forward to hearing from you